This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to Nine Lives with Dr. Cat. I'm your host, Dr. Catherine Prim, and I am a small animal veterinarian and cat lover. So today, I have Arden Moore with me. Now, Arden is a friend. She's also the host of Behave right here on Pet Life Radio, and she's a columnist for Catster Magazine, and I know that she had an assignment to explore gift ideas for cats. So I invited her to come and talk with me about what she discovered and what she learned and give us all some ideas for cat-themed gifts. So we'll be right back with Arden after these messages. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Nine Lives with Dr. Cat on Pet Life Radio. So Arden Moore and I have a ton of fun talking about all things pet. And I know that she had an assignment for Catster Magazine to find the most perfect gifts for cat lovers this year. And I know that she did a shout out on her Facebook page for all of her friends to give her ideas and that she got an overwhelming response. So hi, Arden. How are you? Hey, pause up, Dr. Cat. Yeah, I I was totally blown away. I just innocently said, what would you want to get your cat as a gift for a birthday, holiday, whatever? And my post went, boom, there's a lot of people with good ideas on how to make their indoor cat's lives so much more meowless. You know, and, and we have to think about safety. I hate to be, yes. you know, no, no, the, the bummer as a veterinarian, but we have to think about safety because I have removed items from cats' intestines. You know, I've seen sick cats. So let's... Well, can we talk about safety for a minute? Because yeah. I agree. I am not a veterinarian. I do not play one on TV, but I am a master certified pet first aid and CPR instructor. And I got to tell you, the one thing I never want to see is that photo of a kitten with a ball of yarn. Can we say linear obstruction? Why do we think that's so idyllic when it is so downright dangerous? You know, I've done surgery on lots of those and um, I have to explain to clients why that is bad, but, and you named it right, a linear foreign body and, and what the deal is, you know, how cats get things and they just, they just chew on it. Well, the linear foreign body, the yarn, yarn will wrap around the base of their tongue, but they'll swallow it. 
So it's just kind of anchored there under their tongue, but goes on down the other end, goes on down the intestinal tract and their intestine kind of bunches up on it like, like elastic waistband. Wow. And you can actually see it on the x-ray, which to me is fascinating because that's my thing. But yeah. um, you can see that it looks like an elastic waistband, their intestinal tract. But the, the not as cool part is that that elastic or yarn or whatever they ate will saw through the intestinal tract and release the contents of the intestinal tract into their abdomen and become an emergency situation. So no linear foreign bodies for cats at all. I'm with you. That needs to go yeah. away. So we're talking about gift ideas, do's and don'ts for your cat for any occasion. And one thing we talked about was the linear objects like yarn, yuck. And if you do have a feather wand toy, please do so with supervision. But let's go to the mental. Uh-oh, I'm going to talk about laser pointers. They do look like they're doing shadow boxing following that little red dot. But you can probably explain a little bit more. We're kind of messing up their head, aren't we? When we do that, we think it's funny, but I don't think it's a good game to play with. Well, you know, they say the frustration of never catching it yeah. is really bad for the brain chemistry of a cat. So if you, if you really want to do it, you got to give them an end game. So, you know, give them, um, and, and I know that you and I both like Dr. Liz Bale's products and that she's got the little mice that the little, yeah, little food that look like mice. Food so you could lead them to that with the pointer so that they get that sense of, oh gosh, I've done this and I achieved it. You know, frustration is, is really difficult on someone's brain chemistry. So, so yeah. when a cat is frustrated because you are a fear-free pet certified veterinarian, what could the consequences be? Well, they can lash out, become aggressive. They can become overly anxious. They might start to, we call it fur mowing, where they over groom themselves. Fur mowing. What a fur great mowing. Term. Yeah. And, and it's because their little, their little hair just looks like you ran a lawnmower over it because they're grooming it so obsessively. So you want good brain chemistry in your cat. So anything that you can do to help create a healthy chemical environment inside your cat's brain is is an investment in your future. So that's why some of these gifts are such a good idea and why I wanted to talk with Arden. Right. So let's go positive. Yeah. And we got some ideas, guys, Dr. Cat and I, some that are really don't take much out of your wallet and the cats love them. And one of the most simplest toys that my cats really dig are those colorful plastic spring toys. I know some are made like by Spot Ethical Products and others, but they turn my cats into feline hockey players. They love to bat them around, put them in their mouth, carry them around. And I think there's a lot of them under my refrigerator and my stove and my sofa right now. But something really simple brings out this play in cats. And they're not expensive, are they? No, they're under five bucks. You get a whole pack of them. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I bet there are some under your refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. What's a toy you like? Well, you know, I actually give out some puzzle toys and reward balls at my oh, practice just okay. because I think that if I can give someone something, it kind of plants the seed in their mind of, hey, you know, Dr. Pram thinks this is a good idea. So, um, but yeah, the little reward balls that have different size holes where they have to bat it around and get the kibbles yeah. out. But, you know, I'm kind of lazy. And so I always like the ones that you can put in the dishwasher. 
Okay, because good. I don't want to have to hand wash them. So there are pet safe makes some that come apart and can go in the dishwasher. And I really like that part. Oh, I, I love that too. You know, there's also types of toys. I don't know the right generic term, but I like them. The kicker cat toys. They're shaped like they're long and they're cushiony. I know uh, kitty kit sticks and smarty cat have them. They're made out of fabric. Sometimes they have catnip in them, but I see my cats grab it, hug it and do kind of rabbit punches with their back legs on these. What's the deal with them? I like those too, but you know what I have learned? You have to rotate those. Oh, really? Because if if you just give Casey, we had one that had like tiger stripes on it or whatever, and okay. he played with it for a little while and then it just laid there. Oh, hum. So if I put them, I have a little box. If you put them up and rotate them, then it'll be like a brand new toy in a few months. Yeah, maybe three months or so. You just have to be creative. You know, that's a really good point because we have those and I've learned that they go to town on them and then they lose interest and our dogs try to steal them and rip them apart easily. So I do rotate the kicker toys and other toys. It's almost like it's a, like a lost, long lost friend. Oh my gosh, there you are. You know, and the cat's like, oh, I'm back. I'm back. Right. You know, my mom did that to us when we were little. Oh, and she smart put, mom. Yeah, right. I know. But it was awesome because it's like finding money in the couch. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh my gosh, I forgot I had this. And cats are like that. They love novel items and they're very, very entranced by something that is new. And so you can get more mileage out of your toys if you just rotate them. So yeah, I think that's that's a really good, easy, cheap thing that you can do. There are some toys that I think they're going high tech a little bit. And one of them is that flopping fish that has a battery inside and it's motion activated. And it's one time my cat Rusty was sleeping and he put his paw on this fish that was on a different level of the cat tree. And I swear he went six feet up in the air. He's like, oh my God, it's alive and it's out of water. But there's cool high tech that they're a little pricier, but there are some ways to work the noodle of the brain. And this would be more self-directed play, I guess, right? Yeah. I think every time it, it moves, it kind of jump starts them a little bit, you know, and they just think that's that's really cool. And you mentioned your cat tree. Yes. I love climbing opportunities. Um, if you can provide them for cats, they really need that. Uh, I had a guest on, on Nine Lives one time that was a cat-friendly interior designer. And she said she has a cat track around the ceiling or the edge of the ceiling in her apartment. The cat can go super from, highway. Yeah. She can go from one side of the apartment to the other without touching the ground. And I thought, oh, that is so cool. So yes, they love altitude. Well, yeah. When you think about it, you could be in a small apartment in New York City, but cats are vertical and they don't need a lot of floor space. They want to be up high to be able to survey their surroundings and say things like, my people, my people. So I do think if you have sturdy shelves that are put up in a decorative manner, you can really get the cat to enjoy it. And they're not hard to install. I think you were, you were talking about Kate Benjamin, weren't you? Is that the guest you were talking about? Yes, she's a great guest. Yeah, she and uh, Jackson Galaxy created this whole catification movement. And she's all about things for cats that are, have form, function, and decor. 
So people walking in your house don't say, oh my God, it's a cat house. They're like, oh my gosh, look at this wall unit. It's beautiful, but it serves a function, fashionable yet functionable. So with the cat trees in my house, I think they need to be up front and present. They are beautiful. You can get different ones that match your decor. In our home, in our living room, we actually paired a pair of uh, cat trees because we have four cats and with different heights and a hidey hole and sizal for them to do different surfaces to scratch. And we like it because they can all hang out, but they have their own space. How important is it for cats to have their own space, Dr. Cat? Oh, it's so critical. I tell people that adopt a new kitten, you know, while you're trying to get everything to come to a agreement, every pet needs their own space. So even a cat with a dog, needs yeah. to have a space where they can get away from the dog or right. away from the kitten, you know? So I think that that is super duper important. And a, a cat tree with like a hiding places and a scratching post and that kind of thing, that is an excellent thing. And I think, don't you have some suggestions for actual ones that you have found? Like, I think there's one our pets does. It's got a scratcher on it. And I, yeah, think, I um, think it looks awesome. Our pets has this thing called Alpine Climber Cat Scratcher, but there's also one, a brand by Amazon, a cat condo that has a hammock and a scratching post. I will confess to all of you guys, we recently did a 30 by 15 enclosed patio for our backyard here in Dallas. And it's screened in with really good mesh so the kitties can't go outside. And we added a nice orthopedic bed for the dogs, Kona and Emma, but we added kitty amenities like a scratching post in the corner. And we call it not a patio now, Dr. Cat. It's turned into a petio. Oh, nice. Yeah. And it's someone... so nice. They run out there. We have a little portable scratching post that is knee high. We have the cat tree and we have a TV in there and we all hang out and the cats get to have the opportunity to look, hear, smell nature without danger. Well, so that brings to mind, you know, with a little planning, you could you could do it yourself, cat tree. Oh, you yeah. could build your your own cat tree. Well, I can't, but I bet some people that are Listeners more talented could. can. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I think that that's so important to have vertical spaces. So put that on your list, listeners, either, you know, buy one or maybe build one. You can make it a family project, but cats just like places to hide and places to get away and scratch and climb. So that's really good. But what about cat beds? Because oh. I know that your cats all have their own beds. And what would you recommend about beds for um I'm gifts. laughing. I have one bed, but my cats have several because they like to swap out. And I do think that cats are the original time sharers. They didn't get sucked into some contract. But what I'm talking about is my cat, Rusty, is a ginger cat, two years old. He likes to spend time in this round bed. It's called a topper by furniture in the morning. My older ginger boy, Casey, likes to sleep in it in the afternoon. My senior cat, Mikey, likes to sleep in a bed in our office that's on the floor under a table in the morning. And in the afternoon, he likes to be on the window ledge with a nice comfy window perch. So they do go by time and they share. Have you noticed that? So it's not like a dog that says, this is my dog bed. 
cats are like, well, you've got it till noon and then it's my turn. <laughs> they wear invisible watches, I swear. Well, you know what? I had a guest recently talking about training your cat to feel safe in the carrier. Yes. And she talked about cat carriers that come apart where the bottom is like a bed. And so I think that that's really awesome because you could put the bottom of the cat carrier on your desk yeah, and the cats could share it and they could talk about how great it was and, and it would sort of help, you know, when you have to take them to see your vet. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break from all of this shopping and gift looking and have a word from our sponsors and then we'll be right back. There are a lot of things no one likes to do. I mean, I do some really gross things in my work as a veterinarian. Cleaning a cat's teeth. Yuck. Or calling someone back when they text, we need to talk. Or cardio. Or paying the orthodontist. Or maybe swimming in the open ocean. Everyone can add scooping up cat litter to that list. And look, everyone loves their little furball. But the smell, the scooping, the scraping of stuck-on mess. The answer? Arm & Hammer slide litter. The litter that slides right out, leaving nothing behind. You still may not love cleaning the litter box, but now you can just slide out the funk. Arm & Hammer slide litter. More power to you. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Nine Lives with Dr. Cat on Pet Life Radio. So we're doing a little bit of shopping and gift ideas for all of our cat lovers, the things that your cats might need. I'm talking with Arden Moore about things that make cats happy and things that kind of are just fun because after all, that's what having a cat is all about, right, Arden? Oh, positively. So we've talked about beds. Well, let's finish up a little bit on beds because we talked about time sharing, but maybe design. I am so intrigued. My long cat, Casey, he's a tall boy with long legs, insists on being in the tiniest circle bed and he's spilling out. But that is his favorite instead of some big lush thing. We as humans seem to want the California king, if you will, bed. But what is it about some cats who are large that like the tightest, cozy design or size? You know, I am like that, too. I like I liked the little cozy things, but my husband is 6'4", and he thinks I'm crazy. But um, I think that it may have to do with brain chemistry again, where you feel cuddled and safe. So, you know, we talk about thunder shirts for dogs and, yeah. um, you know, and we swaddle babies. And I think it may be something to do with that. I don't know. We could ask Casey. Casey says, <laughs> and he says, interpret, <laughs> which means I want to feel safe. I want to be on an elevated surface that's sturdy. And I do think that uh, they feel cozy. Casey is a tenter. By that, I mean, I have these beautiful quilts that my now 97-year-old friend, the fabulous Flo From, made me with cat and dog designs. And if I'm on the futon or the couch and I have it on me and I lift it up and I say to Casey, 
hey, Casey, you want a tent? He comes over and he crawls in and there's just a narrow little spot because I'm sleeping on my side. And he does the meow, meow, meow. And he likes being in a dark, small space. Well, I think he thinks it's easily defensible. But, yeah. you know, and that's what safety is all about, right? Yeah. But we've talked a lot about feeling safe and a lot about brain chemistry. And there are some gift ideas that actually play on brain chemistry for cats. And I, th this one, Meowjuana. Oh, Meowjuana. I first yeah. heard that from you actually on another show, like a long time ago. And I'm like, no way. But um, I use catnip a lot and I use silver vine at my practice, but, but our listeners could also take advantage of cats loving that to make gift ideas. So let's talk about that. Yeah. And I do know there's a lot of different products out there, but it, it's best to have organic catnip. And there is a chemical in there that it sounds weird, but it's kind of mimics the mama cat's urine. Is that right? With catnip? I don't know. I don't know about the urine connection, but I do know that it's on their genes, whether or not they respond to it. And some cats just don't, which right. is why I have the catnip as well as the silver vine, which is kind of a similar herb. But yeah, I just think that name Meowjuana is, is fun. Well, this one is a friend of ours, Geraldine Chatta. She is the one that is with that company, Meowjuana. And uh, I just pulled up uh, some catnip facts. So here we go. You ready? All right. Yes. Catnip is actually a member of the mint family. It's an herb. And catnip is not addictive to cats. They can't overdose on catnip, but it has a different effect on cats than it does on humans. So years ago, I was uh, a writer at Rodale Press, which is where Prevention Magazine and other books are done. And I learned from experts that one of the best ways to use catnip, if you got a crazy cat that keeps you up at night, they want you to give the cat a catnip toy before you go to bed. Let them get all their zoomies out while you watch them sipping catnip tea. Why? Because catnip tea on a human acts as a sedative. It has the opposite effect on their brain chemistry. So you go get sleepy, your cat gets worn out, and it's, I think, a win-win. What do you think? I actually raised some catnip because oh. I wanted to try that. Yeah. And, you know, because it's like the chamomile tea, you know, for people. And I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Okay. My cat, Put a little my cat honey I, mean, I just felt kind of neutral. I mean, it was just tea. It was just tea. I mean, it just didn't have a real strong taste. And, and my cat was one of those cats that did not respond to catnip. So I only grew it for the one season, but it's kind of cool. I mean, it, it's just, I took it to work. Now the cat's at work. Definitely, Did there were some it? catnip responders at work, which is fun because I enjoy seeing cats, you know, kind of doing fun things and kneading and rubbing. And I liked that. But yes, I think so. There are products out there, guys. Just keep it fresh, the catnip. They don't like stale catnip. But you were talking, uh, Dr. Prim, about ways cats can feel a little safer. So let's talk about Feel Away. I think this feline pheromone product has, has some merit. I love it. In my practice, it is a game changer for me. I spray it on my shirt at least oh, twice a day. Okay. Um, and we have it in our exam rooms. We actually have a, a window seat 
that I do a lot of my examinations for cats. And outside the window is a bird feeder. And so there are squirrels and birds coming to the feeder that the cat can watch. And they are so fascinated by that. You know, we talked about on other episodes, we've talked about why does my cat ignore me? But it's because cats can be locked in on one thing and because of their prey predator status. So the cats get locked in on the birds and the feel away makes them feel calm and I'm able to do everything I need to do. So I love feel away. Good. And I wanted to ask you a little bit about silver vine. It seems to be growing in popularity because not all cats dig catnip. So what's the deal with silver vine? Because I know there's some really great gift ideas out there that contain silver vine. Well, it's safe and it's not expensive. And some cats that don't respond to catnip will like silver vine. So I do have this, I have a little vial of fresh silver vine in each of my exam rooms because it can be very calming and give a cat a sense of safety kind of in my exam room. And you just have to try things. All cats are individuals. I mean, you know that. Oh, yeah. So um, you just have to try different things and it's not a lot of money. So you could certainly get some of each. There is a stinkier alternative, too, that some cats dig, and that's valerian root. It kind of smells like stale gym socks. <laughs> I hate to say that, but uh, I guess some cats also dig cat products that have valerian root in there. I can just see you come into the house and go, ooh, wash your gym socks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to pass on that one. Yeah, me but, too. You know, Another way to help cats feel safe and happy and normalize their brain chemistry is to give them treats, especially during a time when you're interacting with them, where maybe they work for a treat or they learn something for a treat. And you found some treats that were good options, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I'm very picky about what my cats eat because food is fuel and I don't want them to become hairy ottomans because cats are obligate carnivores, there's a couple products I like. One of them, it's a single protein. There's a lineup of uh, them by Stella and Chewy's. They're freeze-dried. So my kitties like, I have it in an airtight jar. I can't keep the bag out because they'll steal it and rip it open. So it's in an airtight container where they don't have thumbs to open it. But the duck flavor, it's kind of a novel taste. Casey and Rusty really dig it and they'll sit up, touch paw or whatever, and we give them one of these. I like it because it's a single protein, one ingredient. But there's also a kind of a trend now of lickable treats, Tiki Cat and Inaba, Churu, C-H-U-R-U. Some cats like licking some good treats. What's your take on lickables, Dr. Cat? Well, of course, my take is my exam room. So yeah, lickable go. things take longer and I have to draw blood and do things. So I love lickable things oh, because okay. it can distract a cat long enough for me to kind of do my thing. But, you know, I'm sure that if you're trying to train your cat to do something at home, those are awesome because oh, yeah. it can really help you like learning about the cat carrier or tolerating having their flea and tick product applied or something like that. I like those. Well, let's talk about the cat carrier because we sort of talked about it. But when I teach, I'm a certified master in pet first aid and CPR, and I have a company called Pet First Aid for You. And we always demonstrate how to get a cat towel wrapped into a carrier safely without them getting all hissed off. And top loading carriers that have tops that can be detached make life for you as a veterinarian probably a lot nicer when a cat comes in injured or sick and trying to cram a cat in a front door with their flexible spines, 
I think is a no-no. The other thing I've learned from you guys from the AAFP, the American Association of Feline Practitioners, is forget you have a handle on that carrier and hug your carrier so that your cat is not rocking like a boat on high seas and getting a little motion sickness. So those are my bits about what I look for in a carrier. But what's your take? What kind of things should we be looking for as a good carrier gift for our kitties? Well, so I don't want to call out any particular brands or anything, but it, it's almost like the cheaper carriers are the front loading thing with the handle. Yeah, and yeah. I wish we could just ban those because it's, it's, and I say, you know what? It's torture. Yeah. Your cat is suffering if you're stuffing him in a box and then swinging him around like a little red riding hood, carrying her basket through the woods yeah. that needs to be completely redesigned. And I believe some of them are designed a little bit better, but I don't know the price points for those, but certainly not a front load only. It needs to have a removable top, if not an easy hinged top that I can just open so right. I get to your cat and don't just stuff them in there with all feet going everywhere. Take some time, just a few minutes a day to teach them that it's not a bad thing. Well, when I got married four years ago, I inherited then a 12-year-old cat, Mikey, who did not want to ever be in a carrier and was very hissy in a veterinary exam room. And I worked with Mikey using fear-free pet techniques and he now loves the carrier because I took the door off, made a comfy bed in there, tossed in a few treats and let him go in there on his own. And he built up this friendship, if you will, with his carrier. And now he's wonderful at the vet. He gets a urine draw and just looks at you and like everything's cool. There's feel away in the office. But I'm just saying you can teach an old cat new tricks, right, Dr. Cat? Absolutely. And I would encourage everybody that is just an investment in your future. So Arden, you know, I could talk to you all day. We probably ought to make this like several shows. Yeah. Something. Let's just wrap up with something. Is there something you could think of we could give to our fine senior cat as a good gift idea? You know, I, I think that there are actually, there are a couple of things that a senior cat could benefit from okay. because they're different. They're fragile. Some of them have gotten kind of thin. You know, we talk about old skinny seniors. And so you want to get things that are softer and more gentle. Don't you agree? Oh yeah. So like a nice soft brush because their skin might be a little fragile. Maybe talk with your veterinarian to see if there's some supplements that might help them, maybe like salmon oil or something to boost their immune system and keep their skin healthy. You know, they did a study that came out recently, fairly recently, that 80% of cats over the age of eight are suffering from some form of joint pain. Wow. And we think that osteoarthritis is a dog thing because dogs are running and tumbling and they'll actually limp. Cats do not limp. Cats are very brave. They try to hide the pain. So I would say to everyone, talk to your veterinarian about a joint supplement for your cat yeah, and like possibly that. even pain coverage for your cat. Because it, you know, if you're if you're a betting person, odds are your senior cat does have some pain and there are things that you can do. Wow. I think we have a lot of ideas we've identified 
together to help all kitties everywhere of all ages, all personalities, and shop with a purpose, guys. Make sure that the gift you're giving is safe. It can't be ingested to cause choking or uh, linear obstructions. And work with your veterinarian on supplements that may really enhance your cat's health and catitude. I hope we could go shopping in person one day, Dr. Cat. That sounds great. And remember, um, also, if you're like me, make it easy to clean. Make it easy on yourself. Yes. Dishwasher safe, easy to clean, rotating the toys because novelty is fun for cats and kind of fun for you. I think those would be some big take-homes from our shopping expedition today. I love it. Okay, everybody, we've had so much fun talking with Arden today, and you are well equipped to do some gift shopping. So thanks for listening. I love my listeners. They make this show so fun for me. And also my amazing producer, Mark Winter, who produces all the shows on Pet Life Radio. And thanks to Arden. You're welcome, Dr. Cat. <laughs> Again, Arden, you're meowulous. So are you. So- I want all my listeners to go out and have a perfect day. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.